Aloha, and welcome to the Murph's Place 808 for the Love of Golf podcast. I'm your host, Murph. I hope everybody has had a good week out there. Um, it's been good here. The weather's been pretty nice. Uh, had a little bit of rain. It was kind of dreary the last couple of days. Uh, my cousin Jimmy and his girl is in town for the week, and uh, they're leaving tomorrow, but they've had a good week here. I take I took them around and, and showed them some sights the other day, and then they did a luau last night, so... They're having a good time here. They're, they're hating to leave, just like I was every year that I came out before I moved here. So uh, it's been ha- it's been good having them here, and uh, I will pick them up tomorrow and take them to the airport so they can head back to Ohio. They're going to be planning their next visit out here. <laughs> They've already talked about wanting to move out here, so this place has that can have that uh, appeal to you. But anyhow, it's been good. It's been a good week. I hope you guys have had a good week. Uh, we had the 4th of July. That was pretty nice. Uh, it was kind of weird though Honolulu all the fireworks were canceled there was no fireworks other than um, I mean if you've ever been here if you ever seen any YouTube videos like in Eva Beach on uh, Waipahu excuse me on uh, New Year's it's crazy and that's also the same on 4th of July not as bad as uh, as what it is on New Year's but so even though we didn't have fireworks from the city and county uh, we had them from our from neighbors and, and the such and uh, they also had them on Hickam Air Force Base and up at Schofield. Some people did get to see fireworks, others didn't. But anyhow, happy 4th of July, everybody. I hope everybody had a good time, ate some great food. Let's start off with the FIA FIA. Obviously, on Sundays at Moanalua, we have the FIA FIA belt challenge, and nothing has changed. Joe P is still holding the belt. Nobody is uh, is taking the belt from him, so congrats to Joe. Beach Boys Golf on Mondays. They did not play today due to the holiday. I guess they couldn't get a tee time anywhere. So they will resume action next week at Royal Kenia. And like I said before, anybody local that's looking to play or join a club, please go to the website. It's uh, beachboysgolfclub.org. And you can contact us there about signing up. And uh, we'd love to have you if you're if you're looking for a club to play with. we got a bunch of good guys. So please hit us up on there. And um, like I said, we, we try to keep the website updated. Uh, it's kind of hard. I haven't been able to play, obviously, due to my hand injury, which is scheduled for surgery. Here, uh, coming up next week, this week I've got to do some, i, I got to do a COVID test, I guess, uh, before my surgery. And then they'll, they'll do the surgery next Tuesday. No, next Monday. Sorry, Monday. And then it's an eight-week recovery after that. So I will not be able to play golf until September 12th. And I can words cannot explain the disappointment and the frustration that I have about not being able to play. This has been the longest break from golf I've had. And probably, well, I had my knee replacement. I couldn't play for, for three months. So it's about the same as that. And it's driving me nuts. So. But anyhow, it'll be done just in time. I can get some practice in and get ready to to take the belt, the international championship belt in Thailand when we go for our tournament there. So uh, this week in the PGA, we had the Rocket Mortgage played up in Detroit, Michigan. Cam Davis was your winner in a playoff. He got in a playoff with Troy Merritt and Joaquin Neiman. And I thought we were going to have a replay of last week 
when we had the uh, record-setting eight-hole playoff, well, not record-setting, it was the second one in history, but the, the longest at that tournament, uh, the, this playoff went five holes, and Cam Davis ended up winning it over Troy Merritt. Joaquin Neiman got knocked out after the, uh, I think it was the second or third playoff hole, second playoff hole maybe. Um, that was uh, Cam Davis's first win of his PGA career. So congrats to Cam. Next up, we got the John Deere Classic TPCU Deer Run. And this week for the power rankings, they've got Brian Harmon listed number one. They have Daniel Berger listed number two and Sunjay M listed number three. So we'll see what happens with that at the John Deere Classic. But uh, anyhow, we'll see if they, they they get this right. Brian Harmon, Brian's a, uh, I mean, all those guys are good players, obviously, but you haven't heard Brian's name much this year. Well, I shouldn't say that. I hear Brian's name often when John Harmon, the spelling of the last name is the same, <laughs> says that that's his cousin. Brian Harmon, but it's not. Anyhow, uh, you haven't heard a lot of a lot from Brian Harmon this year. You're even Daniel Berger there. A few years back, Daniel Berger had a pretty good year. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Brian's, like I said, all those guys are good players, so anybody can win on any given day. Over on the Corn Ferry with our Brent Grant watch, obviously uh, they had the week off with um, – the 4th of July. So their next tournament is going to be July 8th through the 11th this week coming up. TPC Colorado Championship. The defending champion in that tournament is Will Zalatoris. And I'm not sure. I wish that they would do, you know, like on the PGA tournaments, those guys, they'll list like what whether or not they're playing, what the field is for that week. Most of the time, they know pretty much who's going to be playing. But I wish that the Corn Ferry Tour would do that also for the guys that they know are going to be competing. Uh, I'm assuming that Brent is going to be playing, but I don't know that for sure. I know, you know, last you know last week he said he had the week off, obviously, for the holiday. But So we'll see what happens. If Brent does play, well, hopefully he will end up doing well in that tournament. He is... I believe 70th on the money list. He moved up a spot after his last tournament and needs to get to the top 25. So they still have a lot of tournaments left, and he can do it if he, if he can get a win or two or finish uh, top 10 a, a few more times. He might he might make that number, and that would be really awesome to, to be able to see him play on the PGA Tour. He definitely has the game for it, so we'll see what happens. Um, I got a call, uh, or I got an email from somebody and I also had somebody ask me this the other day and uh, it's about the, the, uh, world handicap system, the new system we went to, uh, in January of 2020. So I want to talk a little bit about that when I come back and, uh, there's some questions about how that's figured. And I got guys complaining about their handicap cause I'm the handicap chair for the club and, and, uh, I take care of all that stuff. So. Let's take a short break, and then we'll come right back and talk about that. Okay, welcome back, everybody. So uh, when we when we left from the break, um, we were talking about the World Handicap System. Uh, a couple of people have asked me, and, and I've got players in the club that kind of complain about their handicaps. The way it was before, when it was just the, the, the gin handicap, when you enter a score 
they take at that time they took the best 10 scores out of the last 20 scores and there's a formula that they go by and, and i don't want to try to explain it you can look it up and it'll explain it they would take your best 10 scores out of the last 20 that you played and formulate your handicap now there's a, a course handicap calculator on the mobile app that you could put in what your index is and what course you're playing and it will figure out what your course handicap is for that course but when they went to the world handicap system in january that changed before it would revise your handicap would revise on the first and 15th of each month now with the new system it revises every single day so when you play you need to put your score in for that day for it to calculate it for the next day it's it's revising every single day and the most you can take is and this is for everybody that also changed is double net bogey before it was based on what your handicap was but now they made it universal across everything that it's everybody can take the most they can take is a double net bogey and when i mean double net bogey that means whatever your score is if you get a stroke on that hole then you got to take that stroke off and then if it's still double net if it's over double net bogey you can only take double net bogey for example you get a stroke that hole you make a 10 on the hole you get a stroke so that's a nine but it's a par five and double net bogey would be seven so the most you could take on that hole is a seven and they do that because it protects from you having a blow-up hole that it doesn't you know inflate your handicap and there's also uh, a new thing that they're doing is they're adding playing conditions uh, calculation meaning say it's a real windy day and a lot of scores are posted in their higher scores they can factor that in and adjust the handicap accordingly now it's not a big adjustment it's either like a minus one or a plus one or zero it's not very big at all but everybody has to post their scores in order to take advantage of that so that they can apply that handicap or apply that um, calculation the playing conditions um, there's also an exceptional score reduction and you shoot seven strokes or better seven or, or more strokes under that 90 and say you shoot 82 and that's eight strokes they are going to take an make an additional additional adjustment of minus one to your handicap because that's an exceptional score reduction and i think that's where some of our guys in our club is running into problems why their handicaps are dropping when they say they um, shot a I know a couple guys have shot like a 79 and so their score was maybe it was like I don't know 95 the, they shot or over the seven strokes they're going to have an additional stroke uh, off their handicap so you know you got to realize that kind of stuff there's more that just it's not based on it's also not based on what a lot of people think is okay so if I'm a 12 handicap and I shoot 82 or i shoot 84 and the par for the course is 72 then i shot my handicap that's not accurate because that's not how the handicap is figured up the handicap is used to level the playing field with other players so me as a three or a four 
is playing against a guy that is a 12, I would have to give him eight strokes because that levels the playing field between he and I. And that's only for, obviously, for net events. I mean, when you're playing tournaments, basically they only flight you based on your handicap, meaning they're not going to put a high handicap playing against guys that are lower handicaps. But in general play, just when you're playing, it's a way to make the the level uh, the playing field level for everybody. So somebody's not playing against a you know a twenty handicaps not playing against a guy that's a three handicap. That wouldn't be fair. So that's how the world handicap system works. Now you have to be a member of a club, or I know like here you can go to Navy Marine um, or I'm sorry Roger Dunn the store. And you can register under them and play, you know, you pay them the $25 or whatever it is for the, for the year. And then your club is listed as Roger Dunn, or I know Navy Marine golf course here, they'll, they'll do that. You can go in there and pay them and they'll, and you can uh, enter from there. And there's a mobile app you, you can download and you can enter your scores when you play Uh, us as a club. I enter all the players scores for our club and calculate the course handicaps each week for for whatever course we're playing on so but that's how that's how the handicap is figured up and that's why there is a handicap like i said to make it fair for everybody some people will say that they or or put a lot of low scores in they won't put any of their high scores in and they only put in low scores that's not a good thing to do yeah it makes your handicap low but that is not a true reading or a true factor of what your handicap is. So if you go in and shoot or, or say you're a, put all these low scores in and you're a five handicap and then you go in and shoot 105, you know, people aren't going to believe that. And some tournaments, especially like, um, I'll give you an example, the U.S. Uh, Senior Open Championship Qualifier. You have to be a 3.4 handicap or lower to, to play in that qualifier. But if you shoot 10 strokes over par, they can, they can deny you to play in that again. Luckily, that didn't happen to me because the one year I played in it, I played horrible. And even this year, I, I shot, uh, but I had a broken hand also, but I shot 82 or 83, and that puts me at... at uh, 10 or 11 over and technically they could they could stop me from trying to qualify next year if they wanted to and the one year oh, the worst qualifier I ever played I shot 99 and luckily they didn't stop me from playing or trying to qualify the following year but they could have so it's not a good thing you need to enter all your scores even if they're high scores that's a true a true picture of what your playing ability is and there's don't get me wrong there's guys that go the other way there's guys that won't put any of their low scores in and they only put their high scores in so that they stay they have a high handicap but they play better than that and that that happens often and that's what they call that is your traditional sandbagger meaning they got a high handicap but they they don't they're not that bad of a player they just want a high handicap so that they get more strokes. So no, just enter all your scores if you if you decide you want to do a handicap. And technically you don't have to have a handicap to play unless that you're playing in tournaments. 
the majority of, of uh, tournaments, when I say tournaments, I'm talking about sanctioned tournaments by, like, here's the Hawaii State Golf Association or the United States Golf Association, if you're or in, uh, in clubs, in, in certain clubs like ours, the Beach Boys clubs, you have to have a handicap to play because you're playing against other players, and they want it to be fair for everybody. Now, if you're playing in tournaments, and I'm doing air quotes, like scrambles, you know, four-man scrambles or two-man scrambles, stuff like that, you may not need a handicap. They may want one just, you know, maybe they're doing some other type of game where they're going to calculate handicaps or calculate net scores. But technically, you really don't need to have a handicap to play golf. But the majority of people want to know, they'll ask you, what's your handicap? Because they want to make sure it's, it's fair. That if, you, if you're a high handicapper, then you deserve to get some strokes against a guy that is a low handicapper. So just enter all your scores in. Don't, you know, choose to enter some scores in and, and other scores you don't put in. That's not going to be your true handicap. And you're not helping yourself. You're not doing yourself any favors doing that. You don't want that reputation as a sandbagger because I know a couple of guys that are better than what their handicap is. And I'm not saying it's because that they don't put all their scores in, but they play better than, than what their handicap is. Now, don't you know that also happens. A guy that is a low handicap, like myself, I shot 99 in that qualifier. I, I, I mean... It wasn't because I'm that bad of a player. It was because I wasn't getting any breaks. I was making bad shots. Um, So it doesn't mean that because you're a low handicapper, you'll never shoot a high score. Even the pros, even though they're not shooting 99s, the pros, if they shoot 74, 75, 76, that is like a 99 to an amateur to those guys. If they're not playing a U.S. open course where the conditions are extremely rough and and hard then when those guys shoot in the mid to high 70s that's like shooting 99 to them if you go on the pga website and look at the leaderboard and look at the scores from the guys that didn't make the cut you'll see some guys in there shooting high 70s low 80s mid 80s it happens even to the best players in the world and it also happens the other way there's guys that are high handicaps that will shoot low they'll shoot they'll have a career round they'll shoot in the 70s it happens but you don't want to get that reputation of being that guy that is a high handicap and he comes out and shoots in the 70s no you know nobody's going to play you especially if you're playing for money so anyhow that's how the handicap system works and like i said there's a formula that they use to determine uh now with the new handicap system they don't take your top 10 scores they take your best eight scores um and they figure up the handicap so it's a little different but it's universal all over they're making this all over the world it's the same everybody's doing the same exact handicap instead of there was like six different um there were six different types of calculations that were used all over the world to figure out handicaps but now they're trying to do it all one central so it's the same all the way around the world so like when these guys go to other countries to play tournaments or whatever, we're all under the same handicap system. Excuse me. Um, 
If you guys have any other questions about that, just shoot me an email. Or if you want me to explain something more in detail, let me know. If you have any other topics you want to discuss, shoot me an email and let me know. It's uh, merceplace 808 at gmail.com. Also, thank you guys for the subscribers and uh, supporting the podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast, there's a link for that. Anyhow, let's take a short break and we'll be right back. If you haven't heard the new C Money Baby album yet, you're missing the best thing to come out of Ohio since Jim Tressel. Smart Boy, Dumb Decisions is a look into the life of C Money Baby. Lately filled with loss, pain, struggle, and danger, the Jim City rapper gives you high energy bangers and deep introspective slow jams. To check out the album, just search up C Money Baby. Don't forget the baby on your favorite streaming platform or visit www.smartboystudios.com. Also, don't forget, Corey Gossett is dropping a song every single week this year. Stay up to date by following him on Spotify or Apple Music by searching Corey Gossett or look him up on Instagram or Twitter under at Kid Who Came Back. Head to www.smartboystudios.com to stay up to date on new music, new videos, and any upcoming events. If you'd like to support Smart Boy Studios and their artists, head to threads.smartboystudios.com and check out the merch. They have hats, hoodies, shirts, and more. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, the Smart Boys, Corey Gossett, this guy, man, to drop a song, I don't, I don't think people realize how hard that is to come up with a new song every week for 52 weeks. I believe he's at 26 weeks, 26 or 27 weeks now, but he has dropped a new song every week. That's that's just amazing. It blows my mind, and I can't wait to meet him. He's coming out to Hawaii in uh, October, him and my son. So it'll be it'll be uh, interesting to meet this guy. He's obviously his brain <laughs> works a lot more and faster than mine because I don't think I could come up with a new song every week. But anyhow, go check those guys out at smartboystudios.com. They've uh, got some great artists and great music coming out of that place. Just uh, on a personal note, I'd like to um, reflect a minute on today's date. Today's date is a pretty important date in my life. Um, I lost my mom back in July, July 5th of 2011. She had uh, stomach cancer. And so I lost my mom today. So mom, I hope you're having a great day up in heaven. And the good Lord also blessed me on this day, July 5th of 2013. He blessed us with my grandson, Aiden Murphy, which I mean, at the time it just, I didn't give it a lot of thought when it all happened, but you know, like a year after my grandson was born, I was just thinking, you know, the good Lord uh, took my mom on July 5th, but he also gave me a grandson on July 5th. So he took her, but replaced her, replaced her with, uh, with Aiden. So I'm thankful for that. And, uh, of course I miss my mom. So I'm thinking about thinking about your mom. And I hope you're having a great day in heaven and happy birthday to Aiden. Papa Mark's got your got your stuff on the way i had to order he i always call him and ask him it's funny we'll uh i'll facetime him well it's not facetime but facebook messenger facetime and uh every time i talk to him he's always throwing those filters on 
funny filters on making faces. So that's what we do most of the time when we're on the phone. There's not a whole lot of talking, but a lot of laughing and, and making faces. So I love both of them and, and miss my mom and miss and miss him. I haven't seen him. I was planning a trip home uh, after the handicap or world handicap amateur uh, tournament in Myrtle Beach this year. I was going to go in September the end of august beginning of september and then this deal with my hand happened so I w- i'm not able to play and i'm so now i'm not going to make a trip back to ohio but i miss and love both of them make sure you tell your loved ones that you love them and try to try to spend as much time with them as you can you know uh, the year after my mom passed away my dad passed away uh, he had alzheimer's in february of 2012 he passed so uh, miss both of them so make sure you know you tell them tell your parents if you still have them that you love them and and uh try to spend as much time with them as you can just a little personal stuff about me i hope you guys have a great week this week tell tell your loved ones you you love them and try to spend as much time as you can with them because you never know when they're not going to be around and and on that note we've had a couple of a couple of my friends have had losses here recently so uh, I hope everybody is staying safe, having fun, and I hope everybody had a good fourth. Uh, if you're playing golf, hit them straight, hit them long, but don't hit them often. I will see you guys next week. Aloha, everyone. <laughs>